Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week... We are talking about, wait, what are we saying? Oh, we're talking about uh, what games we're going to play this holiday season. <laughs> Which is really funny because, like, this is a little bit, like, it's maybe, like... That's kind of late. For, yeah, we forgot about this conversation. I mean, this is uh, coming out the week of Christmas, like, basically on Black Friday. Yeah. So, uh, this is, like, the, the latest it could possibly come out and still make sense. Right, it's still appropriate because, like, maybe it'll help, like, somebody know, hey, what's yeah. out there for there Black go. Friday? Or, like, what's, you know, what's sure. potentially coming out within that month of December? You know, who knows? Which, by the way, I haven't even checked. Are there, like, Black Friday game sales or anything happening right now? There are, but not on, the, like, the current game. So nothing that we'll probably talk no. about now. Bummer. Unless, you know, unless, like, something, you know, something just r- ridiculous pops up. Um, because, like, Call of Duty shifted to be in November, like, last year or whatever, to, or two years, whenever, whenever Red Dead came Haven't out. They- Oh no! They, they haven't shifted in November. You're they right. They shifted back, and then they haven't moved back forward into October. Um, whereas, yeah. like what would happen in years past was like October, the launch of Call of Duty would come out, and then they'd be on sale a little bit, like fifteen bucks or something like that, on Black Friday. But like because it's closer to Black Friday, it's like they're still within that like full price like I retail. Saw, I, I saw like an ad for like the new Avengers game that came out earlier this summer and stuff like that. Yes. Though, so there might be some cool stuff on sale. Definitely, anything that came out pre like middle of October or like late October even like it might like you might be looking at some some decent discounts I know Avengers like the the you probably will will see some really good sales on that because their player count like drastically dropped off um for which one for Avengers um and as like that one's they're trying to make it like a game as a service and so like they're probably just at this point like get people in the door feel like dude devs just need to stop doing that yeah, I mean, like that's how Anthem was. Like it was on sale like a few weeks after it launched because they're like, oh, get everybody in. Yeah, um, yeah, and so, free to play now, I think, right? Yeah, I or, mean, this may be a disc- like that. Yeah, well, they're going free to play. I think is the deal, and then they keep also teasing out like the Anthem 2.0 update. They're like sometime in 2021, we're gonna make this game awesome. We promise. <laughs> and they give like details about it, where they're like, we're gonna make I don't this know if change. Anyone, I don't. I don't think anyone cares anymore. Exactly. I'm always just like looking at it, like, great. That sounds great. What? What? Why not just launch a new game? Like at yeah. this point, you know, just launch a Anthem 2 or some like something. Um, rather than the same the same game, I do yeah. appreciate like whenever devs do like take something that was like really not there at launch and they like make it better like No Man's Sky like they pull a No Man's Sky sure. on it, and and I feel like you know No Man's Sky though like I mean it it had I mean uh, the only problem I think, I think the biggest problem with No Man's Sky was that it underestimated the ambition of the players sure meaning they never thought that they would it even be possible to run into each other and meet each other on yeah. the same planet. Yeah, Which, I mean, yeah, I yeah. played that game, and I'm like, I, I, I props to people who found their way to the same planet, because I, I, I get confused just going from one planet to another. I myself. lose my own body, you know? I just. do. <laughs> The, um, uh, it's also yeah. like that that game also had like other things where like they said like certain things like years earlier and then like that ended up not being part of the end final game because like it just didn't pan out like it changed in development um and so like that just happens you know but like people got upset yeah. about it because they're like pulling like audio quotes and they're like you said 
<laughs> yeah, you, you said back here. That you promised. We would do this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh, I know. mean, and, and at some point, you know, it's just like, you know, how how much is this a developer who's just dreaming and and mm-hmm. you know basically like saying these are my ambitions. And yeah. how much of it is a actual promise? I, I remember Peter Molyneux back in the day where it was like on Fable, he'd be like, over the course of your game, you'll watch a tree grow from a sapling. You know? <laughs> Good grief. Because that's what I want to do in a game. Oh, yeah, dude, that's so, so interesting to me. You know, it's like, ooh, I'm, I'm going to garden, you know, in this, in this uh, playthrough of uh, a Fable. So before you dive into into too much, I wanted to uh, thank Cody Moffat for filling in for me the past couple weeks. Yeah. I uh, I don't I don't I didn't listen to either one of those episodes, <laughs> so I don't know how good of a job he did or how much he uh, badmouthed me uh, whenever he was on the show. I mean, there there was there was minimal minimal badmouth. Minimal bad. Okay, he did tell me he was going to take over my job. So. I think he always does like whenever he like fills in for anybody doing anything, he just just automatically uh, just like throws down the like I'm gonna you know I'm gonna I'm gonna do gonna... such a great job. This person's yeah. never coming back. And, and and if I'm being honest, like you know th- that's kind of what you want. Yeah, like, you like you that's want true. that type of that type of gumption. From yeah, a, I don't from I don't want somebody who's being like yeah I'm never I'm not gonna even go I'm just gonna phone it in. Yeah, you don't want that. Right, right, right. Um, you know, the, uh, we talked a lot about like, uh, phasmophobia, which I don't know, you know, we talked a lot about that, um, ghost hunting game, VR, how spooky it was. You talked about, I saw, I did look at the topics. So you talked Mm -hmm. about the game awards. That's right. Did you talk about how uh, how undiverse the main game categories are? It was really funny. As we were doing the rundown, it was like, Cody was like, let me guess. (laughs) These are the, these are the four. And it's like, well, you're right. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, it's a little surprising. Also, to there me. Was, it was a little surprising to me too, and I also think like you know, sure, those are like amazing games and great games and everything like that. But like, there were some other games that um, that I expected to be on there, like Half Life Alex. Like a brand new Half Life game came out, and all it got nominated for was best VR game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like oh my gosh, like this is well, a franchise okay, that people and, well, supposedly the, the, love. The thing, that, the game that I think got the shaft, and, and it's like it's like it got the shaft twice. Like it got the shaft last year, mm. and then it got the shaft this year. Was Jedi Fallen Order? Yes. Where like it, I get. I mean, technically, I guess it was eligible for both years because it came out like kind of late last year, and it's been a long time now. Yeah. For the, and, and and it didn't like, dude. What like? Did you ever play it? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm done with yeah, it. Yeah, one we, of we the best games it. of last year. Yeah, it's it's a great and, game, man. And. Uh, Nothing, <laughs> either yeah. year. Really, I no. got like one, one, one. I think uh, category last year and one category this year. Right. There's only a couple of games that I can remember in in history, like the recent like few years of doing the game awards, like that came out in like December or came out like really late in the year, like and so then they were remembered by the time the next one came around. The only one that I can think of right off the top of my head is Smash Brothers, mm. um, where it's like that came out in December. But it, got, it, it was it was nominated for best game last year, exactly, or, year or something. But that's the only one that I can remember, and like that game is like just a cultural phenomenon. Like that game yeah. sells like ridiculous numbers for uh for for nintendo there so it's like yeah i guess i understand that one surviving but like jedi fallen order is like man that's such a good game it was such a good game um so yeah. yeah well we won't rehash everything but yes thank you for thank you to cody i was i was uh i was not having a great time i had covid and uh let me tell you you don't want that thing it's uh yeah. it's it's a beast it was uh it it, it laid me out man I mean, like there, there were you would you would text me like what what your you know fever and things like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is yeah. like 
dangerous, you know? Yeah, yeah. It, well, I mean, there was a couple times when I was like, this is, uh, this, is, this is way too high of a temperature, and these oxygen levels are way too low for mm-hmm. what a normal person should have. So, but by the grace of God, I'm still here, and uh, it is gone from my body. Such good news. So what have you, what have you been up to this week? Um, so this week, I mean, literally I've just been doing like way more of the same because it's like this new box, Chris, this new Xbox is like opening, opening my world. Did you even allude to what happened to my box? Yes, I did. And like I told, I I mentioned that the button, you know, the button didn't, anyway, like I, I also like talked about how like, you know, uh, our other friend, like, like how that one was, uh, was just not working just whenever you opened the box. Like it, well, it it turned on for about 12 minutes. Yeah. Like it did the (laughs) updates. Like he did all the boring stuff, you know? Anyway, anyway, sorry. What have you been up to with your new, my box, your fancy new box? <laughs> my box has been glorious, dude. It's worked perfectly. I've put this thing through its paces. I've been like switching, switching like apps left and right. It's ridiculous how fast this thing is because like sometimes I'll like come downstairs like at night whenever I'm like, oh, I'm going to game a little bit. And I used to turn on the box and go fix myself a snack and come back. And it was like, oh yeah, like this is like, it's only been loaded for like a couple minutes, but this box loads up in like before I even get into the kitchen. <laughs> Like before I even like, and so I like, I've just stopped. I've just stopped turning it on before I sit down on the couch because it's like in 30 seconds, I'm like ready to go. Yeah. Um, which is, which is wonderful. But um, you had a huge, you had a huge leap here. Oh yeah. You went from the original, original Xbox one, yeah. like day one Xbox one yeah. to the Xbox series X. Yeah, and it, like, and that jump it has been and a 4K TV, fascinating. Oh, dude, the 4K TV is glorious. Um, like on this thing, um, it is amazing to me the level of performance that you can get on certain games on this. Like, so mm. some games like are like, oh yeah, that looks really good, and like the textures are really nice. Still, some pop in that sort of thing. Like Call of Duty Warzone, it's like everything is amazing about it. Is way better than it was before. But there's still like these things where I like, I'm like, I'm not sure that like that that is like completely optimized or built specifically well, for this box. Well, I mean, box. in Warzone, you're you're basically playing off of a server, so you're kind of at the server's mercy. Right. As far as like lo- loading and like ping and all that kind of stuff goes. Yeah. And it's like, you know, obviously it's, it, everything's crisper. Like I can see people a lot better. The sound is so much better. Cody and I talked about this last week that I had like come to the re- revelation. Like, see, that's the, the sound so, so is the, a lot better. So you're saying the sound is better. Then that's got to be just like the, the like optimized sound. Like, cause like I already think, I think that Warzone sound is pretty good, but yeah. I guess not. I guess it's different. Yeah, it's different. It's it's interesting, like because I was like was figure trying to figure out why it's better, and I did some research, and that like they they have a dedicated uh, hardware chip inside the Xbox Series X for sound now, and so like they don't have to fight uh, over resources with like other you know other areas of dev because they they have this like specific. Uh, allocation of like this is for your audio and it's and then the, we talked about the spatial audio and like how like the Microsoft has like a lot of that going in there same as Sony does um, which I, I, like I haven't played the uh, uh, PlayStation 5 supposedly the sound is even even more advanced on that um, really? which yeah like supposedly like the way that they've got it all coded all the de- developers even the war, like Warzone developers that I've read interviews mm. with say that like man we've increased the audio uh, you know on the, on this big update for every 
everybody, but especially on the PlayStation Five. Like it, it like it. You don't think they're like, just contractually obligated to say that? So I think that the way that it works out is that Microsoft has the 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 kind of uh, binaural kind of t- like where it's like, oh, this is it tries to emulate your ears, right? And it like you can have these localization things uh, around your head, like in a 3D space rather than just like uh, 5.1. And then, but then on the Sony side. They not only have that, but that for each of those like uh, points, they have like fifteen, I believe, different like points within a uh, an, an area. So it's like it's it's even more minute of a mm, like of a of a of a difference. It's almost like you take like an audio file and it's like oh, it has a certain number of bits. It almost like they have more bits allocated for their audio on the PlayStation Five than the Xbox or whatever, um, or even like PC or whatever. Like it's just apparently it's just like a ridiculous amount of uh, of great audio. So I want to hear anyway. this, John. Me too, man. Me too. And that's the whole thing. Like whenever, uh, whenever, <laughs> whenever they originally announced like the details of the PlayStation Five, where, where you know, Cerny was like, and then maybe one day you'll send pictures of your ear to PlayStation, and you know, <laughs> and it's like you know, and that actually like I was reading some things, and it was like from Microsoft, like the head engineer of sound over there, and it, that actually makes a lot of sense because he was saying that you each person would have like if you take certain measurements, you can build a specific sound profile for each person. So anyway, that's sound is amazing the best game that i've been playing campaign wise like and that i haven't played before was gears 5 man i've been playing Mm. through the campaign of gears 5 not only does it look glorious not only does it play in 60 frames per second at 4k and ray tracing all the time but like it is a fantastic game like from Mm. a like story standpoint game standpoint yeah yeah yeah. like music that sort of thing like man this thing is like amazing dude like way way better than even gears 4 which i loved so much are you playing with your headphones mainly yes okay cool definitely so like Um, so like that's the so it's like headphone audio like surround audio that you're yeah and it's not only just surround because like the dolby uh because that one is done in dolby they have dolby yeah dolby atmos as well um and so like you get above and below as well nice Um, that's awesome like you whenever there was like a waterfall in one of the levels as early levels as i was walking by i was like i could hear the it like above me and mm. then also splashing below me. Like it just That's like crazy. The, it was such an odd sensation where I was like, if I close my eyes, I know what this looks like. You know, and I open my yeah. eyes and it's there. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, this is ridiculous. So there are uh, there's some new um, there's new Gen 2 versions of the Stealth 700s and 600s, the mm-hmm. uh, Turtle Beach headphones that I really want because they're supposedly optimized for the new consoles mm. and they have better. Um, but they implement the surround better apparently somehow. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. And then I also wonder, cause like my connectivity on my, uh, my stealth 700 connectivity is, is supposed to be better as well. Is a little bit, is a little bit wonky sometimes. Not that it like disconnects randomly or anything, but like occasionally I'll get like some level of like interference or whatever. Um, yeah, so. there's that thing like, and it's an, it's a known issue with those, with the gen ones where like if your connection um, for some reason gets wonky it'll do this weird thing where it like detunes everything yeah so then like you know uh, music sounds weird then like sound effects yeah. are, are like if i'm just in war zone i have the music turned off anyway most of the time mm-hmm. and like it, it like the sound effects they don't like bother me like it doesn't it's not that noticeable but sure. whenever your entire music track detunes by like five cents yeah <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. Uh, 
something's yeah, going on here. I had to stop playing. Like, so this was so I hadn't updated the firmware. I updated the firmware with the new with the new box as well. And I would I would recommend updating the firmware. Um, just literally all it took was me plug it into my computer, and then it like downloaded the app and updated the firmware real quick. Um, and I have less issues about like the uh, detuning. But mm, nice. back like last year, Outer Wilds, uh, which was my game of the year last year, um, I couldn't play that in headphones because I mm. <laughs> because of that because the music is so important to that game. I had to just like I was like oh the detuning thing like occasionally I would like get a text and like I also think like the baby monitor that we have interferes with it a little bit. Mm. Like, and so like if I have the, if I have the monitor and Des is like asleep or up, up upstairs or whatever, um, and it's sitting next to me, it will interfere slightly. And it's like, interesting, you know, so like something is, is, is causing that. But so I had to like, just do it via the TV, but dude, man, gears five, like on the series X is the showpiece. Like that is nice. the, like that is the game where it's like, this is, it's it's ridiculous how smooth it is. I was watching some some IGN. I think uh, Destin Legary did some uh, breakdowns of like that entire game, of the frame rate and everything. He said it only dips in like two spots uh, mm. off of sixty frames in four K, and it's it, it's fascinating how good that game is. And in the multiplayer, one hundred and twenty frames per second in four K. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. <laughs> which is which is just real. <laughs> so. That's anyway, wild. that's amazing. What have you been up to? How was your experience with the new console? We haven't talked to you in oh, a couple gosh. of weeks, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Hit uh, me so, with um, your, your story. Got my, uh, got my console out, uh, ran through the setup process, immediately tried to get to the point where uh, I had to pair the, the controller or my headset or anything and couldn't do it. The sync button on the front of the console just does not work. <sighs> and I, I, I contacted Microsoft support. They had me do all these things, do factory resets, and mm. tried uh, like setting it up with the controller already connected and all these things, and nothing would work. So basically, I'm at the point that where they told me to send just the console back. They will fix it and get it back to me in two to four weeks. Oh my goodness, Chris! And this was last. This was two weeks ago because it was like right as I like got sick and and I like at that point I was like, okay, I need to print this out, but I have no way to print it out, mm -hmm. and uh, so I just printed it out this week. And so this is like the first chance. Then I found out uh, the box had accidentally got thrown away, so I got to figure out how to ship this thing back without oh, the no. box. And. Uh, so I mean I'm I'm not honestly expecting to play this console uh, before Christmas honestly at this point I mean um like four weeks is a month and Christmas is what is this it's a, it's a literally a month away yeah it's a yeah. month away from right now so uh, I don't think I'm playing this thing anytime soon John man you know the other thing is though Chris that like these consoles have been in and out of stock so so much and people have been like buying them up and you know whatever you know resellers or whatever have been buying them as well. Um, I think it was like some reseller site for uh, PlayStation had like 3,500 units, which is more than some retailers had. That's um, insane. Anyway, the uh, but like the if you buy a console and get a pre like get an order today, it's not guaranteed to arrive before the new year. Um, yeah, I mean, so, so it's basically the same boat. Yeah, so like I mean, you know, it's ugh. yeah. That's a bummer, yeah, man. Yeah, so not super. I mean, and here's the thing: like this is this is the the, the, the funny thing in my mind is. If if there was just a software way mm -hmm. to pair accessories, mm. I would totally just forget about the button and say mm -hmm. 
forget about it. I'll never use the button. I'll just always use this, you know, like, I don't know, selection option inside a menu somewhere sure. to, to pair. Because you can totally, like, you can you can plug in your, your controller and use it with mm-hmm. a... A cable attached, mm-hmm. so like I could get there if I needed yeah. to, and then you, press the button and then pair it or whatever. You can also use your cell phone over Wi-Fi yeah. yes. as a controller. I also have the Xbox Media Remote, and that works too. There you but, go. But, but uh, I don't know. Like I feel like if they would just give me that, I would have. I would just deal with the fact that the button's broken. Yeah, I and mean, keep this console. If I'm being honest, the number of times that I actually hit that button, like you literally, I literally just hit once. that button once at the very at the very beginning of you know getting a new thing, yeah. you know I got a new I got a new controller, I got to pair it yeah. once, yeah. <laughs> and I never touch it ever again. And so you're right. If there was a software place for that, like it's like oh here I'll plug this in once, yeah. press well, the, the button. The, the, and okay, the, we're the, good. The, the crazy thing is, it's like okay, I could maybe maybe like convince myself to deal with. Just having my my controller connected at all times because by this point, like whenever I first got it, mm-hmm. I didn't have a. It was a US. So I do, but not a long enough one. I had like a three inch, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was USB to USB C um, thing that goes to a hard drive, like a you know a, a solid state drive, <laughs> like a little portable <laughs> thing that you're like yeah. around in your pocket. And so oh like that's gosh. what I was plugging in using my controller with in you know trying to connect it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I did. I bought the play and charge kit, so now I have a longer one. So that well, makes could, more you, sense. You, if you had a really long HDMI cable, you could have just yeah. had a, the console on your lap, right? <laughs> so, but this is the thing. I, yeah, I could just move the console up. I, I could maybe convince myself to just. I'm just gonna. I'll fine. I'll just always have a controller plugged in. It's fine. I'll just deal with that. It's except for the fact I can't pair my headset with it. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, literally anything Any that you have to pair. Accessory. Mm. So I don't know, man. It's just like it's like I've been waiting for this thing for so long. And yeah. I'm so so excited for it. And then it just like leaves this bad taste in my mouth. I'm just like, well gosh dang it, man. I just yeah. want to play this console. Yeah, it's funny, like whenever uh so I have heard like I was, I kept my ear to the ground because it was like because like we had two of the boxes that I knew about uh, of of like maybe six that I know about total, right? Um, of, of people, friends, you know, people that are buying these boxes, um, that I know like personally, where it's like okay, you know, they would be like, hey, my box doesn't work, you know, and it's like two of those six people like that were buying it day one or whatever, like it didn't work, and I was like, huh? or had something wrong with it, and I was like, okay, well, is this a larger issue? And like looking at, it's like, it's not, you know, some people like it are just, you know, it's just it, get this and then some people don't, but it's just, it's just happenstance that like the, a lot of people that, that we know have to send this box back. Yeah, so it's just, it's just very unfortunate. Yeah, it and, really is. Uh, I'm bummed out. Like this is like, I mean, I love the console launches. I bought the uh, Xbox one, Xbox mm. one X and now series X day one. And mm-hmm. I love nothing more than a fresh new console sitting plugged into my tv and uh i got one sitting right now just on the floor not plugged into anything <laughs> i mean it does look like a big big brick you know yeah so just yeah use it to hold up a, like a table or something like a, a giant leg, leg of a table i don't know yeah oh gosh this is my, my end table <laughs> yeah <laughs> so anyway that's what i've been up to john that cool. and i i've been playing a little bit of uh call of duty cold war um yeah i and, I, and i'm 
I need to check. I feel like oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, I keep I keep thinking that the old the, the, the last season just like on in Warzone just ended, and I think the new one starts on December tenth or something like that. Yeah, there's like include a th- all the new weapons from from Cold War and stuff like that. But. Right. There's a strange uh, thing that happened there where like the season ended, and now there's like a fourteen day in between period yeah, where they've it's so like, weird. And that they've reset the countdown, so now my like battle pass or whatever still says like, oh, there's oh, really? 14 days left. Yeah, so you can complete your battle pass if you're close. Like, so I'm close. I'm gonna finish it. I've already um, beat it. But like the uh, but it doesn't start until the 10th, um, and that's the big update. Um, well, the weird the weird thing will be like I don't know like it's gonna be weird, dude, because Warzone and and uh, yeah. Modern Warfare run on an entirely different engine than Cold War. And right. the guns guns feel different. The gameplay feels different. I don't know how in the world they're going to make this thing make sense with those right. guns in Warzone. I hope I, they don't... I honestly hope they don't go to the new engine. I'm not a huge fan of, of it. It feels yeah. very flo- floaty to me. Yeah. Um, and uh, and the new game is fun. It's, it's whatever. It's I mean, it's like... It's it's drastically different than than uh, any of the, the, the more recent um, Call of Duties. Uh and, and it is this kind of like weird floaty kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but. I, I, I remember whenever they switched engines in the past, I do think that that happened and it got tighter over the, the like over time um, where uh, I think like advanced warfare or something like that was on. It, and that was the one with like the double jump type situation. Right, right. And I was just like, what is this? Um, so interesting. I, I would, am curious, like you said, how they integrate the new weapons. They've like, I read the whole detail, like the press release about this. Cause like this thing type of thing has never happened where it's like two games essentially are merging into one mode. Like they're combining for a right. specific mode and, uh, and throughout the whole thing, they're like caveating it where they're like, we're not removing anything in the short term, you know, to, you know, from, from the game they better and, not. and they're only doing like select weapons from the new, uh, game. So like, I'm not sure sense. what any of this means um, as far as like the the gameplay of that game goes because again, like you said, the game guns are different and they have like s- the same gun um, where there's like the AK-47 from right. one gun one game and then the AK-47 from the other game and it's like, well, you this is very strange. How are they going to be different? You know, um, so it'll be it'll be a, a transition. I do like the fact that like if you if you get or have any like premium. Uh, cosmetics um like tracer rounds or something like that all of those will transfer over which is cool um you know i it'll be interesting to see how it all interfaces and how like at what point do they start abandoning the old stuff for the new if at all so i don't know i'm i'm very very interested yeah the main thing i hope that happens is there's a some kind of map update or a new map or something yeah. um i feel like the the one thing that would make makes that game just feel a little bit stagnant these days is the fact that the map hasn't changed in a year sure sure i mean i agree and and the the things that i've seen from trailers or whatever where it's like oh we've just changed some of the way some of this looks or what and it's like "Mm, i don't know i i I do think that it needs a a substantial thing i really like the way the apex every season they alternate to a different map and so like the map you know and love is going to come back around but it's going to be slightly different and updated yeah and so like they have time to kind of tweak these maps and work on these maps on the off season basically of that map um and then whenever it comes back around it's fresh it's new but it's also familiar and so i would like to see something like that happen from season to season on call of duty i think that's a really cool way to approach it yeah i agree all right, well, later we're going to talk about games that we're going to play and purchase this holiday season. But first, 
the news. Okay, John, we got two news items on the agenda. The first one. Um, Wonder Woman 1984 is uh, releasing not only in theaters on December 25th, as planned, but it's also going to release day and date on HBO Max. That blows my mind. This was like the biggest news I have seen in like the movie world in a long time. Because like the news about like everything is delayed again. You're like, well, of course, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but like this one, I was like, oh my goodness, this is a big deal. And I, I, I like that it, they're the way that they're handling it. I also like the, uh, uh, you know, AMC has like been like, yeah, we're totally in support of this. And it, like, it just, it, it all kind of came together correctly. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's basically like, I mean, you know, there's, there's a couple things here. It's like, I mean, we've talked before about how like, man, theaters are in a hard spot Yeah, and I don't wish any kind of ill will toward the theaters no but at the same time these studios have to release these movies because they need to make money off of this investment they're just sitting sure. here and no one's making new movies Mm-mm. because they haven't released the old ones yet <laughs> yeah it's like they use the old movie you know the movies that are already made to fund the new movies yeah. and it's and also like when would they be re- you can't release all of these movies at the same time right so i mean it, we'll see i mean i think like warner brothers has been you know the I think uh, the most um, they're trying to find a solution more than everyone else is just holding all their movies and saying sure. like hey we're just gonna wait we're just gonna mm-hmm. wait we're gonna wait we're gonna wait Warner Brothers at least they they released Tenant a few weeks yep. back you know like in the middle and it it didn't perform as well as they wanted it was yeah, a theater well only release um, uh, because of the price tag of it like if it was a lower budget movie sure. it would have like you know but it was it's one of the it was Christopher Nolan's highest budget movie and. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it definitely had trouble recouping. Right. So then they, they, you know, they're this is their new like thing to try. Okay, okay. If that doesn't work, then what happens if we release it in the theaters that are open as well as on HBO Max and hopefully try to make some some money back that way. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, the the interesting thing is like Disney kind of did that thing with Mulan where they released it on Disney Plus for an additional charge. Mm-hmm. That's not what's happening here. No, it's just a yeah. part of HBO Max, which I like better. Um, I don't know, dude. We'll see. I mean... <sighs> the interesting thing, yeah. the bummer, the only bummer <laughs> here, Chris, the the only bummer within like releasing it to this, like to, to the streaming service is that HBO Max on a like platform level is not 4k and HDR. Like there yeah. is no, there's no 4k. There's no like Dolby support. So it's like people who are watching this at home are going to watch it in 1080p, which is, you know, it's all right, you know, but at the same time, I would gladly pay more for it to watch it in 4k, like on, on my new 4k television or whatever. Um, so it's, it, I, I that's the only bummer with like releasing it this way uh, because just that platform is somewhat limited in the uh, how like what what the fidelity uh, they offer is so yeah Uh, there's an article on variety that I thought was really interesting and it kind of talked about their thought process uh, called how HBO Max became Wonder Woman 1984's best option and basically like you know uh, goes through it was by uh, sorry the articles by. Uh, Rebecca Rubin and it, it you know goes through like these were all the options that they went through like they were even th- talk about like 
giving it an ex- a shorter exclusive run in theaters and then putting it on HBO Max, mm. just like in order to still give the theaters the thing that they need to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, and because this is like they're one of their tentpole releases, and like this is Patty Jenkins, like big follow up, and like they were like they wanted to give it. It's due, basically, which I mean, I yeah. get. Like you pour, oh, yeah. you pour all this, this money, energy, your heart and soul into this thing for it to debut on a streaming service. Like that's you know, there's not a uh, any kind of um, big. It doesn't feel like the de- the the debut that you hope that your movie has when you make it. Right, right. I mean, and obviously, like things on like you know Netflix or whatever, like have huge re- you know debuts and things like but that. They, but they they know it's going to be that normally in the first place. You right, know? they're making it with the expectation that it's like this is going to be on people's TVs and phones and that sort of thing, rather than like this is going to be in a theater on a big screen with a giant yeah. sound system. Uh, so this is the like one of the, the the takeaways at the the end of the article. It's it's uh, it's interesting. Though the film is foregoing substantial box office returns and will likely end up losing money. Wonder Woman costs $200 million to make and many millions more to market globally. Leaning into the HBO Max of things became the best option because it allowed them to get the movie out in a timely manner while promoting a streaming service that's struggling to make waves. Rival studios believe that Warner Media, which is under pressure to make HBO Max a true rival to Netflix, had serious Hamilton envy. The company saw the success that Disney had, had skipping a theatrical release for the Lin-Manuel Miranda movie musical in favor of a streaming launch last summer and wanted to make a similar stir. Mm-hmm. Quote, they're going to make less money for the greater good of building HBO Max. This is putting the long-term future of the company ahead of profits, said Max Greenfield, a media analyst at Lightshed Partners. HBO Max is on the pricier side, running at $15 per month compared to the $7 monthly fee for Disney Plus and $9 monthly fee for Netflix Basic Plan. As of late September, HBO Max reportedly had around 9 million subscribers. Disney Plus has 73 million, and Netflix has over 195 million. A major caveat, the nascent HBO Max is only available in the U.S., the budding streamer's bigger issue, Greenfield argues, is that 70% of HBO customers have access to HBO Max for no extra charge, but still haven't signed up to use it. Quote, it's far less about driving new subscribers as it is getting people to know HBO Max exists. They have people who pay for HBO Max and don't use it. The whole initiative is getting people over to Max. Um... Warner Media has made it no secret that the company is shifting its focus to streaming, and the launch of Wonder Woman 1984 will surely entice legions of comic book loyalists to HBO Max. How many will cancel after the free seven-day trial may be a different issue, but the company still recognizes the importance of movie theaters, especially for blockbuster franchises that rely on global box office receipts to turn a profit, and didn't want to leave multiplexes entirely in the lurch. Cinema chains big and small would normally refuse to play a major movie that is debuting simultaneously on home entertainment, um, last spring, the biggest movie theater chain in the country, AMC, vowed to boycott Universal's movies after the studio launched Trolls World Tour on digital rental services when most theaters were closed due to the pandemic. But those lines in the sand have washed away during COVID, months into the global health crisis that has no end in sight. Theater exhibitors are struggling to make ends meet. If they want any chance of staying open, they have to play whatever they can. On Wednesday, AMC's CEO had a very different response to the news that Wonder Woman 1984 was taking a course of action similar to Universal's Troll sequel. Quote, given that atypical circumstances call for atypical economic relationships between studios and theaters and atypical windows and releasing strategies, AMC is fully on board for Warner Brothers' announcement, Aaron said. 
Um, so yeah, like, and it's, it talks about overseas where HBO Max is not available, still gonna uh, release in theaters and all that kind of stuff. So it's uh, it's interesting. Like the the funny thing with HBO Max, dude, is so we uh, we started paying for it um, a couple actually a couple months ago um, because it had some movies that we wanted to watch on it. But like it's it's basically you get HBO with it. Mm-hmm. So and the interesting thing to me is that it's it's the same price as HBO. Like right. if I subscribed to HBO through YouTube TV, which is my TV service, it's fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I get HBO Max, not only do I get everything that's currently got running on HBO, right? But I get all the additional streaming. Like it's like kind of like, I mean, whenever you compare it to just just subscribing to HBO, it's like mm-hmm. far superior. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was I, I read an article and like somebody from HBO like had said like you can still subscribe or keep your subscription to HBO regular, but why yeah, would you? Like that's, why, <laughs> you why, well, why would they, why would they even give people the option though? Like I because because here's the the thing like so uh, I I subscribed to HBO Max and the first thing it did was it said hey uh, who's your who's your TV service and like I so I I watch I use uh, YouTube TV and I was like log in um, with YouTube TV and yeah. uh, you can. It adds the HBO channels like yeah. East West all to your to your thing. And it's like, well, if that's the case, that's better than just <laughs> subscribing to HBO through my through my TV right. service provider. Right. And if you do it through a TV service provider, they don't then send you like, hey, here's your login for Max. Yeah. You know. So like, why in the world would they even give people the option? That's I don't know because it's the same thing. It's a, I don't know, and it's man. better. And and uh, they also if they are wanting to build awareness with like people who like hey switch to Max it's better yeah. it's why not just automatically switch everyone to Max and like right. you know go go that well, route and, and here's the thing like and, and you know and we don't have to keep going down this but like I mean I enjoy HBO programming I think they have great stuff on there and whenever you look at the library I mean if you're a comic book a DC comic book fan every DC movie and show is yeah. on HBO Max yeah like there there's no shortage of of the things that you like on here. So it's like, why? I mean, I don't know. It's just, I mean, it's great. It's a great, and, and, and HBO always like they, they stay, they keep their, they rotate movies on and off faster than something like Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like they, the movies usually stay for like one or two months, maybe something like that. But they always have like new, like real new releases on there. And there's always something new. Yeah. And I mean, that's what's made me subscribe to HBO in the past, just like on it as a, add on to my TV service. Right. But now that it's all on demand streaming, that's even better. Yeah. I mean, and, and the on demand streaming thing. And then also like they're, they're starting their own like kind of programming for, uh, HBO max specifically, like rather than like just having mm-hmm. it on HBO, like even, right. um, I saw that Sesame street, um, yeah. has signed like their next two seasons, uh, for a timed exclusivity window with HBO max. So they're going to yeah. start airing, you know, in the, uh, spring, they're going to air, start airing the next season and they don't air on PBS, um, until the fall. And so it's like a six month worth of a, of a exclusivity window. Um, as well as all of their past like episodes. So rather yeah. than like on, on Netflix or whatever, most of the time you would see like, oh, here's such and such special or like here's a, like, a couple of one-off episodes that, that we've rolled together as a special on, on, on uh, Sesame Street. But like this is literally um, like basically 
almost their entire back catalog. There's some that are like not like some seasons aren't really filled out like to the extent that they they should be, but it's you know it's a lot of content it's all right. you know they're on the 51st season or whatever of of sesame street and it's like oh my yeah. gosh that's a lot of a lot of sesame street a lot of kids programming on there so well anyway. something that Didi and i have have found ourselves doing you know like i mean we've kind of talked about a little bit on the podcast the past few months is like well there's no it's interesting because there's no new movies coming out really but like we've been finding ourselves going back and watching movies that we either missed or mm. like skipped for whatever reason or like they weren't huge blockbusters but then they sounded interesting but we just didn't have the time because we were watching the next big avengers movie or whatever mm-hmm. and going back and like oh there's actually some really good smaller movies that we missed and like or or just older movies that like we wanted to watch again or and so like these you know services like hbo max like that's why we subscribed to it in the first place because we were mm-hmm. like, oh, there's some stuff on here we really want to watch, mm-hmm. and uh, and we have the time right now to do it because there's nothing else that we're watching. You know, there's like yeah, random new episodes of you know like Bob's Burgers or whatever. But like even right, even TV is kind of like not in full swing right now. And yeah, I mean the only you know the only TV that's kind of in full swing has been stuff that was produced. Uh, you know. Yeah. a while ago like the mandalorian or something like that mm-hmm. you know where it's like oh this is like this is literally just kind of been ready for a while yeah so um i don't know like we'll see how it does it we'll see if it ups the subscriber i don't know it's just like this is an interesting time like it's kind of like it kind of feels a little bit like uh you know the transition from blockbusters and movie galleries you know mm-hmm. to to netflix yeah. And now, now there's like it's not only with this. It's it's a combination of you know having to figure out and like how do we release movies without theaters, but then it's also a combination of that and all these service streaming services have now uh, arisen. And mm-hmm. how do we all survive in this landscape? Right. With, I mean, and, and, that- and provide value to to people. Right. I mean, not all of them will like end up being, you know, viable uh, financially in, in, you know, some companies will fold into other companies or like, I mean, yeah, like, well, hey, DC, uh, what was the DC thing that shut down and it's basically oh, all man. the stuff's in HBO Max now, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They rolled it into this other, other thing. Um, it also like the name HBO has like more of a like cachet with like people like it's like, and, you know what quality. HBO is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, the other thing, like I, I forgot, I can't even remember what it was called. It was like, that's how memorable it was. But like yeah. it always to me sounded like that just sounds like a Uber comic book nerds like right thing. I mean, it was like it had Titans like on it, um, and like that show, that live action like Teen Titans uh, show, um, and yeah. So like, I mean, you have like you have a lot of these things like that that, that will not survive, but they'll get rolled into other things or like that content should just be available elsewhere. Um, yeah. and yeah, I mean, cause like those, the, those catalogs still have value, even if they only have value to like sell to or license to like Netflix, you know, right. at the end of the day. Right. You have Chris, another news item. One other piece of news. <laughs> um, and this one should be a short one, but it, it does relate to streaming, but not streaming movies or television it's streaming video games Mm. uh phil spencer was doing an interview with the verge and uh it's a really long interview you should look it up if you if you're interested in in, you know phil always has like good interviews where he he you know 
is as transparent as a like executive at a big video game company can be. Um, but like something that stuck out to me with this one, uh, I'm going to read like the write up here, the quote from uh, from a Polygon article here um, from Michael McWhorter, and uh, he was asked basically he was asked about uh, like. Game Pass. It's like, okay, so Game Pass and, and xCloud, where you're streaming things to different devices, your phone, uh, you're streaming the game you know, over to your tablet or whatever. They said like there are TVs that have basically the same chipset as a phone or a tablet these days. What's to stop Microsoft from putting out a, an app on a TV? And Phil Spencer says, quote, I actually think you're going to see that in the next 12 months. I don't think anything is going to stop us from doing that. Um, and what we used to call a TV was a CRT. That's just throwing an image on the back of a piece of glass that I'm looking at. Now, as you said, a TV is really more of a game console stuffed behind a screen that has an app platform and a Bluetooth stack and a streaming capability. Is it really a TV anymore, or is it just a form and function of devices that we used to have around our TV, consolidated into one big screen that I'm looking at? Spencer added that, quote, the amount of compute cap capability in my home has increased with the number of streaming signals that have come in, not decreased, concluding, I think gaming will be one of those things as well. Um, so that's fascinating, like this like candid thing of like, hey, pay attention to the next 12 months because we're doing that. Um, or like, you know, implying that something like that is going to happen. Um, he in the past has talked about potentially having like a streaming stick, like a, like a Roku or something like a fire stick or something like that that you would plug into your TV and pair it with a controller. Um, but this is the first time he's really implied that like, Hey, why don't we just put this as an app on your, on your new television? Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I feel like they've referenced that a couple times, the, the possibility of that happening. And then like things like uh, Google Stadia uh, promised it, but didn't really deliver um, mm -hmm. in the right way um, because you need the fire stick or whatever to do it. Yeah. Um, and well, there's like all these like strange things where it's like you buy this thing and subscribe to the service, but then you also still have to buy the games. So it was like they, they didn't lower the cost of entry very much. Yeah, totally. Um, that'll be cool. We'll see what happens. I'm still a console boy, but I'll uh, I'll definitely uh, check it out if my TV will support it. Yeah, I mean, like, wh why you know why not try it out? It's also a thing where like um, it would be funny, like from a from an end consumer, like if you see you see like you're walking through, you know, or see like on on the box of the thing where it's like now it comes with Alexa or whatever um, on your on your Amazon wherever you buy it from Amazon, but then if it was like comes with Game Pass, you know, or whatever, like on the side of the TV box, I feel like that would be a fascinating way to like get more people into the ecosystem. Totally. That's the news. All right, John. Um, so, normally, at some point, way earlier than now, <laughs> we, you and I go through and like talk about all the games that are coming out and the ones that we're going to buy and or play uh, over the holiday season. Yeah. So, um, I pulled up. A list. So, well, we have a, we have a list of uh, of games that have, have come out up to this point, yes. and then I have a list of the, all the games that are that are coming out. Um, I'm going to focus on console and not uh, maybe a couple of uh, PC games, but mainly consoles. Yeah. Um. So up to this point, we've had we talked about Call of Duty, 
Cold War. Right. Uh, Black Ops Cold War. We also had um, a few games for the uh, PlayStation 5 that we obviously have not been able to play yet. Um, yeah, like there's some exclusives there. Um, you know, we won't end up picking those up, but like, you know, the Demon Souls or, or whatever, like the, that are literally exclusive. I get my hands on the PS5. Right. Well, and then who knows when that'll be because like the sh- console shortages. Um, but at the same time, uh, there are things that have come, like that w- have come out that are multi-platform with the PS4 that that potentially we do uh, plan on playing, like uh, Miles Morales. Yes, um, and so uh, Miles Morales has come out. Yeah. Um, for uh, the exclusives for PS5, Demon uh, Demon Souls. There was Sackboy, which sounds really awesome. Can't that wait to play that. Awesome. Um, what was the other one? There was that uh, Astrobot. Yeah, which comes on the PS5 console, like yeah, it literally, yeah. like you can, like it's it's in, like already pre-installed. But I've heard good things about that. Um, yeah. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, dude. And this is the thing, man. All the Assassin's Creeds always make me like super intrigued. But then I start to play them, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> I, 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 not I have, for me. The only Assassin's Creed game I've ever finished is Assassin's Creed Liberation on the Vita. Because Which, it was actually small enough and focused enough of a game for me to finish it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that was the one that I like bounced off of really fast because I was like, oh <laughs> man, I want to play this on console. You know, I, I, I just was hilarious. like put off by like the handheldiness of it. Yeah, interesting. So the exact opposite problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, here's the list of games that are still coming out. Um, well, from those, I mean, I obviously bought uh, Call of Duty. Yeah. Co- Cold War. Um, I feel like, uh, this is the thing I haven't, ju- I haven't gotten into the campaign and I keep thinking about it, but I'm like, I, w- I just want to play, I want to play the campaign on the new console. I know, man. So With the ray I don't tracing. Know. I know. I may break. I may just break down and play it and just do it. The, so we'll the, see what happens. The thing with me is like, I, I am along there with you where it's like, okay, you know, I would hold off on things like before I played them on the new console. Cause like I wouldn't play through gears five right now until the new, like you get your console back um, and you can actually play things on it um, because it's like, it'll be enough of a new experience where it's like, man, that's just such a, such a unique thing to that box. So I don't know. I, I hear that call of duty is like, like glorious in the, on the new, new consoles. Um, I do too. So I, I might hold so off. bad. I, <laughs> The other thing is, like, you're already playing the <laughs> multiplayer. You're, you know, probably playing the, you know, zombies or whatever. I, uh, I'm not playing zombies yet. I want to. Ooh. So if you, uh, if you pick it up, I'll play some zombies. And that's the thing. I guess, like, if, if it was on sale, even just a little bit, I would go ahead and buy it. Like, like, dude, games are expensive now. Like, I mean, they have always been expensive. Let's just be honest. Like, you know, 60 bucks for a game is, like, super expensive. But, like, they're $70 now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and that's that's like intensely expensive. Um, like where I'm just like, man, I like it, it makes me want to wait for a sale more so than like I used to, you know? Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, so here's the list of games that are still coming out, um, between now and the end of the year. We'll just focus on that. Yeah. So, uh, first game, uh, November, wait, today is the 25th. So a couple days ago, the, 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 the 23rd world of Warcraft shadowlands, came out for PC. It was the expansion for World of Warcraft. A lot of people have been into that. Um, Cobra Kai, the Karate Kid Saga Continues, comes out for Switch on the 24th. Nice. 
I I potentially will pick up. I I haven't watched the show yet, but I've been like it's it's once I finish up something, I'm like, man, is this a is this like a side scrolling like brawler or I don't know, but I mean, if it's like the uh, like Stranger Things, uh, what if it's like like, Scott Pilgrim? You should look it up. I'll look it up. Cobra Cobra Kai, Kai. Karate Kid, Saga continues on the Switch. If it's like a Scott Pilgrim kind of side scrolling beat 'em up Streets of Rage four thing, I am in. Um, Just Dance 2021 comes out for PS5 and an Xbox Series X on the 24th. Um, out of Space Couch Edition comes out for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch November 25th. Vigor comes out for PS4 on November 25th. Don't know what that is. So um, Cobra Kai is not a side-scrolling beat-em-up. It boo. is a fighting game, it appears. Okay. Well, but I'm it also not appears interested. like it's like it's not. I don't know. Maybe it is a beat 'em up too, though. It looks like both, because there's they're walking on a 3D plane there, though. It. I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. I don't like the look of this, Chris. Okay. I'm, I'm just gonna say it right that right here right. now. I. I don't like the art style they went. Well, I'm with. not gonna buy it then. <laughs> it looks like an old Midway game to me. Gross. Root yeah. Double Before Crime After Days Extended Edition comes out for Switch November 26th. No idea what that is. Uh, made of Skr? There's no way that's right. Made of Skr? <laughs> I, maybe Switch, it is, Chris. Comes out as S-K-E-R? I, I have no idea. Comes out November 26th. Spirit of the North on Switch. Uh, Spirit of the North comes out for PS5 on November 26th. Um, try and form Melody of Mystery DLC. Nice. Um, comes out sometime. Something on the Switch that I did want to bring up that has already come out, but I do plan on picking it up is the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, which is the basically mm. the Breath of the Wild prequel it done in the uh, the Dynasty Warriors uh, style of game. Um, Interesting. Wait, when of, is that? It's already out. Oh, it's already um, out. And it came out like literally like this past Friday. Um, and it looks fantastic. Like it has like the, uh, you know, the same art style as Breath of the Wild, but the gameplay is one versus 1,000. So like you're running against hordes of, uh, hordes of enemies with a bunch, either a bunch of different playable characters. You can play as all the, all the, uh, the different, um, oh, what were they called? The, uh, the guardians, the four mm. guardians, uh, you can play as Zelda. You can play as, uh, Mipha. Like there's all sorts of characters that you can go in and, and battle as. So, um, I definitely will pick that one up just to, to get that sweet breath of the wild lore. <laughs> so I'm just going to like say, these are all these th- games. I'm going to, well, I guess I do have to say that. Oh, gosh, Kronos before the ashes comes out. PS4, Xbox one switch. December 1st, Empire of Sin, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, December 1st, Twin Mirror, Lost on Arrival, PS4 and Xbox One on December 1st, Worms Rumble, PS5 and PS4, December 1st, Fortnite Chapter 2, Season 5, comes out on everything, December 2nd. Have you, played, the, uh, have you played Fortnite on the new console yet? I have not. Is this the hmm. big update where like they are like changing engines? Oh, like, I have no idea. I don't know if I it mean, is. Because they've been talking about switching to Unreal Engine, uh, whatever the newest one, like the one. That's I thought supposed they did that already. Out. I thought they did that. I don't think they did time. before the new consoles. I think they just updated like the the game and like mm. that sort of thing. But they didn't switch over to the brand new like Unreal Engine yet. I think. That I mean, was it's been a long be time since I've played Fortnite, so I, I I wanted to see what it looked like on the new console, but um, obviously that didn't happen. Uh, Sam and Max Save the World Remastered comes out for Switch on December second. Death Tales comes out on Switch for on December third. Um, Immortals Phoenix Rising, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, 
December 3rd. Another big Ubisoft game there. Yep. Morbid, The Seven Acolytes, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, December 3rd. Phoenix Point, Year One Edition. Wait, that's for PC. Sorry, I meant to skip over all these. Um, Talk No Tetsuin, Rhythmic Adventure Pack. Comes out for the Switch, December 3rd. Commandos 2 HD Remaster comes out for Switch, December 4th. Dark Complete Edition, PS4, Xbox One, December 4th. Dragon Quest XI-S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition for PS4 and Xbox One, December 4th. FIFA 21 comes out for PS5 and Xbox Series X, December 4th. Fitness Boxing 2 Rhythm and Exercise comes out for Switch. I'm, that's right up my alley, John. It's gonna be, fitness gonna be, fitness gonna be Boxing Rhythm and Exercise, uh, December 4th. John Wick Hex comes out for Xbox One and Switch, December 4th. Um, Call of the Sea. I feel like we know we've seen Dude, that one. Call of the Sea. Xbox Series X, Xbox One, December looks 8th. gorgeous. That's the game that uh, was the, like... The lady was was looking for like going to, on a search to look for her missing husband on a is that, mysterious is that coming island. Out on Game Pass or something? Uh, I don't know if it's coming out on Game Pass, but it was at the, one of the Xbox previews. Well, it's not coming out for PS4. It's just coming out on that on uh, I Microsoft it, platforms. It probably is on Game Pass then on day one there. Okay, cool. Because it was at one of those events, but I I, I can't remember which one it was at. Because one of those events was like the third party event, and then yeah. one of them was like the big event. Um, and I can't remember if it was at the big event, and which would mean if it was at the big event, all of those games are coming to Game Pass. So, uh, Destiny Two is releasing for PS Five, Xbox Series X on December eighth. Yeah, so I'm excited not, about that yeah. update. It's not a backwards compatibility thing anymore. It's like they're literally out for those platforms. Right. Uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris Two. Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, December 8th. I don't know what you can add to Puyo Puyo Tetris <laughs> to make it like worth a sequel where I'm like, man, I totally want to get a new, you know, I love Puyo Puyo Tetris. Well, that game be is on amazing. On Xbox Series X, it's going to be you know, optimized for the next gen. I mean, clearly, you know, all those, I mean, honestly, though, a Tetris effect in 120 frames per second is pretty yeah. glorious. So, Shakes on a Plane comes out for Switch, December 8th. Tim Tim. Comes out for PS5 on December 8th. That one's an interesting to watch because it is already out on uh, on was is, was that a PS5 release? Is that what you just said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one's already on PS4. That's like the Pokemon like, um, like mm. where it's like a, a open world kind of MMO Pokemon where it's like this is the essentially with aside from not having the Pokemon you know and love, it's basically the Pokemon game that everybody's been like asking for. Where they're like, give me an MMO with Pokemon. That's what that that game kind of is. So, Wood Salt. Comes out for Switch, December 9th. Um, Brigandine, The Legend of Runerja, comes out for <laughs> PS4 on December 10th. Um, here's the one I'm waiting for, John. Cyberpunk 2077, coming out for PS4, Xbox One, on December 10th. It's a big one, man. It's, it's a, a big, big one, one and it's not, it's not optimized for the uh, next gen yet, so I can go ahead and play this, even though I don't have my new console. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is, like, the, the um, they've done, like, releases of, like, hey, here's what it looks like on these things, and, like, it looks it looks really gorgeous, um, and on both the Xbox One X and the Xbox Series X, they've done, like, side-by-sides with it, um, and bounce back and forth and that sort of thing. It's hard to, like, it's hard to identify where it's, like, what, what upgrades they've made for the new consoles, but, like, it is backwards compatible mode kind of thing, whereas, like, the full-on, like, 
optimized update where it's like this is gonna be like the max settings is gonna happen sometime next year which i would yeah and i think it's gonna i think to it's be. gonna be for free too is what i heard I yeah think. yeah you can right? upgrade yeah. to it for free for sure um it's one of the uh what is it what is it the, what, what microsoft oh yeah the um oh it's a weird name it? yeah <laughs> whatever it's called yeah it's it, it's it, they have like numerous things where it's like oh this is like purely like marketing kind of speak um and it's that but it's like you get the free next gen upgrade um with that game via that haven is coming out for ps5 xbox series x xbox one on december 10th sword of the necromancer ps4 xbox one and switch december 10th medal of honor above and beyond oh that's pc vr so forget about that collection of saga final fantasy legend comes out on switch december 15th GTA Online, the KO Pirico Heist comes out for PS4 and Xbox One December 15th. MXGP 2020 comes out for PS4 and Xbox One December 16th. Override 2, Super Mecha League comes out PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, Switch December 22nd. The Binding of Isaac Repentance DLC comes out, oh, that's P- PC for December, on December 20, uh, 31st. And at some point, there's... Uh, a game called When the Past Was Around comes out on PS4 and Xbox One and Switch sometime in December. That's it, John. Nice. I love there's it. There's not a lot, dude. No, there's not a lot. And like, I also, you know, when, with the new consoles, whenever Xbox kind of delayed Halo, it was like, what are they going to use to fill the gap? And it's like, well, nothing, actually. Um, uh, and But like, they, they fill the gap with things. I think there's a new DLC for, um, I, I mentioned it last week on the podcast, new DLC for Gears 5 that's specifically designed like with the Series X in mind. So it's like mm. from the ground up for that, and then they kind of uh, de-optimize it for the other consoles. Yeah. Um, and so like, you know, Xbox on the Xbox side of things, they don't have an exclusive. Um, third party wise, it feels like there, you know, a lot of those are uh, kind of big franchises where it's like, oh, Call of Duty or Assassin's Creed. And then on the PlayStation side, it's like, well, it's, it's Miles Morales and uh, and all these other games that have already come out as well. Um, so yeah, yeah I, mean, I, mean, I think like for, for me, if we're saying what we're what we're what we're purchasing, like it's going to be it's, it's Call of Duty. Um, Miles Morales and uh, Cyberpunk. Those are the the three. Yeah, I mean, I probably will do Miles Morales, um, and then the Age of Calamity uh, on the Switch, and then I'll do. I'm, dude, I'm seriously thinking about uh, doing Valhalla. Like, I'm definitely going to be playing Call of Duty like Warzone um, right now, but like, I'm not sure that I'm necessarily like. I haven't been playing the Modern Warfare multiplayer, like so. I'm not necessarily in like the Call of Duty multiplayer like zone right now. Yeah. Um, so did I don't ever, know. Did you ever play the the Modern Warfare campaign? I have not, which is Bro. optimized for the Series X. So I, I, you know, maybe that's one that I dip into after I get done with Gears. Um, but you know, one of the it's, best it, campaigns it's, I've played in years. It's kind of one of those things where like I, if I'm wanting, if I get the itch and the urge to be like, hey, I really want to see something like optimized for this console um i might just might just like try to find valhalla on a sale like around christmas time or something maybe after christmas whatever um but as far as that goes like you know i'm fully happy like filling in all of my uh my back catalog basically where i'm like oh you know gears five and i have like these other things that are queued up on there um yeah so you know, even even down to I'm, I've been waiting to finish Red Dead on the new console because mm. it's like, man, this is it's 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 gorgeous. And it definitely is gorgeous. Yeah. 
All right. Well, that's uh, kind of what, what we've got going on for the rest of the holidays. Uh, if there's any games in there that uh, that you feel like you spoke to you, you know, you should pick them up. Also, Chris, Destiny mm. Two because it's on Game Pass. Yeah, um, there's a lot of the deal, like a lot of the content that's on Game Pass. Um, not the latest one. I think you have to. Uh, maybe you don't. Because Destiny is somewhat free to play. No, it's it, it's free if you're on Game Pass. Everything's free. Everything's free. So like, yeah, like why wouldn't I dip back in and just do the campaign? Obviously, I'm not going to get back on the uh, the old like the grind train. Yeah, where you're like, oh, I must do all of the weeklies. Um, but it's like if I just want to experience that story and then bounce, you know, I I feel like that's a that's a cool game that if it like once it's optimized, once it's like this is the version for the new consoles, I yeah. I probably will at the very least get in and see what it's like. Yeah. All right. Um, next week, I don't know what we're talking about, but we'll be back. Um, you can find us online at stayintargetpodcast.com, on social at chrisright250. And johnwright777. And at stayintargetpod. Please go to your podcast service of choice. Review us. Tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay, Stay on, on Target. Target.